Hey, Justin. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, not much, dude. Just uh, itching for a fight. <laughs> oh, boy. We did that once back in uh, the old days. Did we Remember actually that? go out looking There's for a, a picture fight? of that. No, there was a there was a picture of us at the lacrosse house. Um, oh yeah, you and I fighting. That's right. Fake fighting. Yeah, yeah. Not so, real fighting. Mm-hmm. So, but there's a picture. I think it's on Facebook. It gets brought up from time to time. Yeah, yeah. It's probably but, out uh, there. I probably tried to bury it the best I can so that yeah. nobody sees that. No right. employers or anything like that. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, nothing. That's what I'm gonna do about it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play some River City Ransom. Yeah. You know what? I think that's the plan. That's the plan anyways. I just wanted to throw in a little awkward silence there for our <laughs> listeners who Hold appreciate up. that so Hold much. Hold up. Speaking of what? awkward silence, I did it again. I did it again. We're starting this thing over. Okay. Okay. We're all starting right. it over. Start. Hold on. Right. We got to start this pod all over again. This is the Nosework Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Nest, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Not much. Just uh, itching for a fight. Oh, yeah? You having a little deja vu yet? Uh, a little bit. Are you scanning <laughs> the scene of the city tonight? Yep. Looking for you to start up a fight? That's right. <laughs> Have you, did you watch that Jimber uh, clip that I sent you? Uh, about yes. Yes. People over over forty um, at a Metallica concert. It's like if they play anything from the eighties, we're going to show these people how to do it. <laughs> and then, like, Thirty seconds in, they're like. <gasps> <laughs> yeah that's pretty good i like yeah. jim brewer i can't say his name very well but uh i think he's a pretty good he's a pretty funny guy you can't say jim brewer i can't yeah i always I struggle with his last name i want to say brewer you know what i mean brewer. yeah They're brewer it's spelled funny and it's yeah it's it's one of the, it, the the spelling throws you off it's like if you wanted to say the milwaukee brewers right it's clear it's got a w in it but his exactly. name has got a u in it it's like brr yeah it's like brr all right no it does yeah. throw you off tangent Just, tangent alert there you go <laughs> there you go i do remember one of his my favorite skits of his when he starts talking about tequila uh mm-hmm. and it being the last one invited to the party and when it shows up it's like all right everybody out <laughs> no not that way the way it came in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man it's like that song that core blood song that we that uh it's time to switch to whiskey we've been drinking beer all night yeah that's not good advice <laughs> never a good idea no no that's like the worst possible move you can make yeah. and i've made it many a time but uh, anyways moving on what are we talking about tonight river city ransom yeah that's uh that's why i was looking for a fight because it's like Beat him up. That's right. Double Dragon S game for the NES. I feel like there were more movies and games and just television shows, just things all around plots 
themed behind ransoms. Oh yeah? Like what? I don't know. It just seems like every other movie made in the 80s and 90s was like somebody was being held for ransom. Yeah, like you know? the president or somebody's girlfriend or somebody's kid. Yeah, it was always about ransom. And if you notice on the box art of River City Ransom, they do it ser- serial killer rights wise on the, the the ransom. It's like cutouts for magazines. Oh yeah, that? yeah, they do. I did notice that. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Yeah. So do you uh, do you have any history on this game? Sure. Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. All right, River City Ransom, which came out April 25th, 1989 for the Famicom. And when it was released in the Famicom, it was known, of course, for those Japanese players listening, Downtown Niketsu Monogatari. Uh, Part of the Kunio-kun series. Part of the Kunio-kun. I like to call it Kunio-kun series. Yeah, because you're just Uh, a very very crude person and you prefer kun. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't like to give any accents on any words. I just read them as how I say them. Yeah, you you Uh, just throw that Smoky Mountain, as as the Notes Gamer said, you're just going to throw that Smoky Mountains in there. It's going to be like, Kunio-kun. Yeah, like, like when I say the of the uh, Kunio-kun uh, creator, his name, Yoshihishi, Yoshi, Yoshihisha Kishimoto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you think this game plays like um, Double Dragon, you know, the second ever episode. It does Tigu's play a little this, bit like Double Dragon. Why would that be? That's because the creator also created Double Dragon. Well, how about that? So it's basically the same game. Yeah. So well, yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. Right. But remember the Double Dragon episode, of course, part of the own our own two dudes history, where Tom Arnold would be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I I recommend everybody go back and listen to that one. Um, right. The audio on that one is probably a little bit sketchy, but then again, so is this one. We have children playing along on this episode yeah that's that's what's gonna happen here for for the next little foreseeable future i think (laughs) it's Um, okay but uh i recommend everybody go back and listen to double dragon because that's how you can really get the history behind two dudes and an s one of our most famous sayings tom Arnold would be impressed right um but anyway in the kunio kun series uh the other games uh of course that we talked about um or Renegade, we haven't done Renegade, but we have done Super Dodgeball. Yes. Uh, in the Kunio Kun uh, series. And in this is the first game where Kunio teams up with his rival, Ricky. Uh, oh, Ricky, you're so fine. You're so fine, you blow my mind. Um, is it that Ricky? It's Ricky. So, Ricky, the, the song is Mickey. Oh. But the song. One of the Weird Al versions, Al Ricky. It's Ricky. Yeah, it's Ricky Ricardo. But. Um, Anyway, we're, we're, we're tangenting it up too much tonight. This is yeah, why sorry. we can't just do an episode, just me and you. We, we, uh, just... we got to have that third person to bring us back in line. <laughs> yeah. You're we, very it, true it, about it, that. 
when company comes over, you you act your best, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, Maybe, <laughs> well, I mean, I would just let's just spoiler alert. This is one of the better games on the NES, and we probably should have brought a guest in so that we didn't just totally butcher it. But uh, right. let's just roll with we're, it. We'll be we're right. gonna butcher it. Or we're gonna let's see what happens. All right. But anyway, um, this is. Uh, in this game, of course, it, it, when it transitioned over to the U.S. model, um, there were some different differences. Uh, they gave them white t-shirts and jeans instead of uh, the Japanese school uniforms that they wore in the Japanese version. Uh, it was actually the first console uh, game localized by Technos Japan's U.S. subsidiary, American Technos, uh, which the only other game that American Technos brought out was their second and final NES game, Crashing the Boys Street Challenge, which was Crashing also Crashing the Boys, <laughs> which was also a Kunio Kun game. Uh, the composer to this game, if you can hear the music in the background and you like it, it's Kuzio Sawa, um, who also uh, did other mu music for pretty much all the other Kunio Kun games uh, that came out for the NES. Now, with this game, it was ported several times. One of the more famous ports and one that uh, uh, may have gotten brought up on the Facebook page, which was the Game Boy Advance uh, that was released on March 5, 2004 in Japan and March 26, 2004 in, in the U.S., um, which was very similar to the NES version. Uh, and then there's been s several sequels kind of planned to this game. Um... This game, especially in the U.S., had kind of a cult following. Uh, it was very popular in, in Japan, but didn't wasn't didn't really hit popularity here in, in the 80s when it came out. Uh, but it definitely had a cult following that came along with it. Uh, in 2002, an aspiring an aspiring game designer uh, for Atari uh, wanted to make a, a sequel called River City Ransom 2. Uh, the game was halted, though, after it was announced uh, because a River City Ransom EX was to be released, but then that didn't come out. So in 2013, the Canadian uh, company Canadus C Creative started a Kickstarter campaign for a game called River City Underground. Now, it was supposed to be released around August 2014. However... Uh, they did not meet that deadline. Uh, they actually had years of development and negotiations with Arc Systems Works, which is the parent company of Technos Japan, and was finally released for Steam, OS X, and Linux on February 27, 2017. Have you played that version of the game? The Underground? Yep. That's what she said? Yeah. Yep. I have played that version. And it's pretty awesome, actually. I really like it. Oh, okay. I recommend it to people. And I, I, honestly, I, I, I was talking to the developer to try to get them to come on the show because I thought this would be a good episode for them to come on and try to kind of help also maybe try to promote that game because I feel like it didn't get a lot of a whole lot of recognition. Uh, mm -hmm. However, uh, they kind of, I think they're kind of washing their hands. I don't know for sure, but he seemed, I mean, just through email, he seemed kind of discouraged about the whole thing. And it sounded like it's not going to ever come out on any other, any other platforms. It's just going to stay stuck on Steam. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of moving on to something else. I, I, and I heard from Through the Grapevine that part of it was that they got 
they had some headaches with like the original uh, sound de- designer or something maybe mm-hmm. and that um, they ran into like some legal trouble or something or somebody did somewhere and so it yeah. kind of got kind of got the kibosh put on it a little bit mm-hmm. which is very unfortunate because it was a uh, the River City Ransom Underground is really an awesome sequel on on Steam mm. and I really wish I'd love to play it on like uh, Switch or something but doesn't sound like it's ever going to happen Mm, unfortunate. Yeah. Well, you played that version. I'm sure you played this version that we're talking about. But did you find the cart on some magical quest? Now it's time for the thrill of 8-bit discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. Good question. Uh, and yes. Yes, I did. Uh, turns out, uh, one day I was coming home from work. It had been a really long day. I'd worked probably like 11, 12 hours, maybe. And mm-hmm. I was really, I was really kind of like tired and stuff. So, you know, I get home and I'm really hoping that maybe the wife's got dinner cooked or something and, mm-hmm. and I can just relax and eat some lasagna. Well, who knows what, right? But I get mm-hmm. home and instead I find an empty house with a note on the counter in black sharpie it says if you want a copy of river city ransom you've got to come take your wife back because we're tired of her (laughs) (laughs) we will trade you your wife back and a copy of river city ransom all you gotta do is just come get her so i said Uh okay deal uh so i went down to the local warehouse uh i believe maremont uh down Mm -hmm. in loudon and uh or maybe it was maybe it was viscans this case yeah, I think I made yeah. Anyway, it's one of those places. Uh, I had to beat up a couple dudes because they didn't expect me to come. You know, they were kind of sh- surprised. It's like, whoa, what's this guy doing here? So I, we had to have a little scuffle. But eventually, got my wife back and got a copy of River City Ransom. Some white t shirt. you wearing a white t shirt and jeans? That's what they required, actually. Yeah. Uh, in the ransom oh, note, okay. it said if you don't show up in a white t shirt and jeans, uh, no go. We're going to give you a copy of Deadly Towers instead. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not gonna. I don't want that. So. Right. So I wore the white t-shirt and jeans, rolled up the white sleeves a little bit there, you know. Right. Give myself a little cuff. Get you a little candy cigarettes. Put yeah. in the sleeve. Yeah. Put me a little candy. Put me a vape in there. Because <laughs> that's box. what's. Co- yeah. <laughs> a box of vapes or however that works. <laughs> And so. uh, there you go. There uh, you go. That's it. That's that's how I got the game. Also, tangent alert. Uh, I know you guys probably don't uh, care about this, but uh, my wife and I have been watching American Idol, and we just found out who won. It's uh, Lane, for anyone out there who cares. I don't know why. Yeah, Lane. L-A-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, he won. Kind of singer, see? Uh, it's kind of like country. Uh, country rock and roll, southern rocky kind of sound. Oh, it's okay. alright. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I we we I watched it a long time ago, uh, and then I quit watching it because it got kind of boring. And then for some reason we just decided to watch it this year. I think it's because we ran out of shows to watch. 
how many people from American Idol have really actually like really like our household names now though i don't know maybe two i feel yeah i feel like it's so watered down now because there's just it's... been so many uh, seasons of it that now it's yeah. just like i don't know he's won like the 28th season of american idol so oh yeah know. it's it's nothing <laughs> it's not like it's anything but uh it was yeah. something to do on sunday nights before the before recording the podcast so no game of thrones for you either no i yeah no, i'm not uh i'm not into the game of thrones yeah now it's just like i don't know i mean i'm I not i guess i could it would be interesting to watch because i've basically got the whole se- series to watch but eh. i really just i don't uh no no thanks i mean so i, so I just spoiled uh who won american idol i guess i go ahead and spoil game of thrones too so uh in the end uh, all the dragons blew up the world and everybody everybody dies well there you go there you go the onion just put up that uh, uh, the Game of Thrones shocks everyone after they kill a fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't the, know. The I, final death is a fan. I, I really, I, I honestly, and uh, hold on, we're we're about to go down a rabbit hole. So I want to, to play this again. Tangent alert! I truly did try to watch Game of Thrones. I really, oh, really wanted to give it a shot. I watched the whole first season. Uh, and then at the end of the first season, uh, the girl... Spoilers for anybody who really cares about the first season of Game of Thrones. But the the girl, <laughs> the girl like, has... She has these dragons or something that get born mm-hmm. into her arms. And uh, I just... It just seemed a little weird. Because the whole first season was kind of realistic, right? It wasn't really fantasy. Because okay. I'm not a big fantasy guy. So it was kind of like a medieval times, not really a whole lot of magic and dragons going on, right? Just kind of a lot of political yeah. intrigue and and medieval stuff. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good, actually. And then uh, at the end, the dragon show up, and I thought, well, you almost had me there, Game of Thrones, but I lost it. So you, so you didn't uh, just just ended it there as soon as the dragon showed up, huh? Yeah, we we ended it there. That was the last. That was the last that uh, I watched the Game of Thrones. Well, there you go. There you go. And uh, now we've probably lost a few listeners because they realize that I don't like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that we've not basically not talked about this game at all. Oh yeah, that's probably why we're losing the listeners. So why don't we why don't we talk <laughs> about these? By the way, uh, my actual quest to get the card is uh, it was one of the one of the ones I really wanted to pick up back when I first started collecting. Because mm-hmm. I, just, I had just heard so much about it and never got to play it. When I was a kid, I never got to play it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'd always heard about it, and I always heard people talking about it. You'd see YouTube videos about it, and or you'd see uh, you know like a a write up on a review on the game online, and I, I was thinking, oh yeah, this is this this is a game I want. So back early mm-hmm. on, this is one of the first ones I picked up, and I just bought it outright. Went to the, I think I got it from McKay's maybe back in the day, or yeah, or maybe actually I may have got this one at like the Sweetwater Flea Market actually, which oh. I think we've mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I just I just bought this one outright many years ago just because I really wanted to, really wanted it. But let's Remember talk about what you it. paid for it. I do not, but it couldn't have been more than about maybe five or ten dollars back no. then. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how much it goes for now. I try to avoid that so, we can have, so I can right. be surprised at the end. 
Right. Speaking of getting to the end, though, we should probably actually talk about the game. All right. And then we'll get there. How about that? Time to dig in to some good old... Uh, yep, I messed up the soundboard. Here it goes. Time to dig in to some good old-fashioned game discussion. Have I mentioned that I'm not a very good soundboard operator sometimes? We'll forgive you. Okay, thank you. We'll thank you very much. Thank you very much. So I mentioned that I had never played this game growing up as a kid. How about you? Did you ever give it a shot? No, not no. That's uh, that's a negative. It's a big, um, big old negative from you. Huh? Sounds like a yeah. big negative. I never even knew what this game was until we started talking about playing it for this for this uh, um, show. So. Which is actually quite pleasant because it was, you know, as a uh, first-time player, uh, getting to experience it is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So when I picked it up back, uh, we'll get to the manual here in just a second. Uh, but when I picked up the manual back in the day, or not the manual, what am I talking about? When I picked up the game back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, it, it pretty much lived up to all my expectations for it. Minus one or two little nitpicky things, which I'll get to once we really dig into the discussion a little bit. But first, let's go to the manual. All right. First thing all I right. notice. Exciting. First thing I notice is on the back of the manual because the way this is laid out, you see the I see the it's a PDF, so I get to see the back cover oh, and the front right. cover at the same time. So on the back cover, American Technos. Cupertino, California. Did, is this the beginnings of Apple? Did they did this company turn into Apple? Ooh, the Apple that we maybe. know and love now, or is Apple in their old building? Maybe. And actually, I, this game came out in eight, 1989, I think. So yeah. I guess it couldn't have been the beginnings of Apple, but you know, maybe they shared maybe, a building back in the day. They shared some of the engineers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be, could be. All right, so let's get in the story here. The story. To the citizens of River City, I hold your high school captive. With my gangs of students and vicious bosses roaming the streets, nobody can stop me now. Meet my demands or else. Slick, the meanest, most powerful gang lord in River City, has issued this ultimatum, and the entire town is powerless in a grip of fear. Fortunately, Alex and Ryan weren't in school the day Slick took it over. But now their fellow students are prisoners, including Ryan's girlfriend. <laughs> I got it's, a lot of complaints already. Yeah, it's up Keep to going. our two young heroes to battle their way past several dangerous city gangs, then defeat the gang lord to free the students of River City High and restore peace to the panic-stricken populace. That's it. So what's your what's your complaints here? back we took a little break a little abrupt break uh, mm-hmm. so it may seem very abrupt there uh we and we also probably if you're listening on the non-ad free feed we slapped an ad in there uh but yeah so we, what we were waiting on was justin's complaints uh, he had to go get his list so yeah well okay it starts with the manual first of all it's different from the game the game clearly says i'm holding your city captive so it's the city and then the game is just the high school and then what's the big deal about ryan's girlfriend 
I mean, do we have to specify that they've got Ryan's girlfriend both times? I mean, I figure if they've got the high school or they've got the uh, city, well, then we're just going to automatically assume that they've got their girlfriend, right? I don't know. And then, I mean, I think the girlfriend... Hold on. I gotta, I'll gotta. i fight back against that. I think the girlfriend's a little extra motivation for Ryan, as well as uh, she could have been on vacation or something, you know? She may have had took a trip with her family to the Poconos or whatever, wherever it was, Seinfeld always went. Well, it could have been... Well, here's the thing. Okay, it, here's the thing. It, it could have been extra motivation for Ryan. True. Except in the game... It doesn't make the player want to really save her because she's really aloof in the game. Uh, if, if we'll talk about that later. But most of the time, you're actually playing as Alex. So what does Alex care? Maybe Alex, maybe Alex and uh, Ryan's girlfriend's got a little thing going on. Oh, see, I like mm-hmm. where your head's at. That's possible. Mm-hmm. That is possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe. See, it's a two-player game, though. That's where Ryan comes in. Right. But why did they make the one first player Alex and the second player Ryan if you're looking for Ryan's girlfriend? Right. Should That's be Alex's point. girlfriend. Right? That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I will concede on that one. All right. I like the idea anyway. of the high school itself being captured rather than the city, though. I think that makes more mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, the gangs are, are for sure running amok in the city, but mm-hmm. uh, I still think it'd be hard for them to capture an entire city. Sure. But this is a video game after all. Uh, but anyways, so we could go through the manual if we really wanted to, and we may touch things here and there, but let's just really kind of talk about the game uh, in general, and then maybe we'll touch back, jump back in the manual here and there. So the game is a... It's basically Double Dragon on steroids, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Double Dragon, but with some light RPG elements and kind of like an open world where you can kind of go wherever you want mm-hmm. rather than just playing a level after level. After level you kind of just go wherever you want. Right. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, it's pretty awesome. There's a little bit more to it. You can kind of get these upgrades and things that uh, um, you can always have. And the upgrade, the names of the upgrades are pretty awesome. Uh, too, in their own right. Um, but what are some uh, of the names of the upgrades, Justin? Uh, if I can get them pulled up, there's here. punch, there's kick. Are you talking about stats, or are you talking about the abilities? The abilities. So you, you can upgrade your stats and your abilities, uh, and the way you do that is you eat food, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you go to these shops and you eat food. And so you can upgrade your stats. It's not, like I said, it's kind of light on the RPG, but there are stats to the characters. And um, you don't upgrade through experience. You upgrade by, when you beat people up, you gain you gain coins. And the mm-hmm. coins basically can turn... basically rob them. Yeah, you basically rob them as you beat them up. And then you take their money, and you go buy sushi and stuff with it. So basically, you rob all these people and go buy sushi and then get stronger. So that your stats are punch, kick, throw... Agility, defense, strength, willpower, stamina, and max power. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all your stats. Well, that's... Uh, but there's also these, like... Um, what am I trying to say? The techniques, the special techniques, that what you're looking for? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Here it is, yeah. No? Dang it. Where is it? It's a good pod here. Good pod. It's, yeah, it's a good pod. Okay. Come better prepared next time. We're moving on to something else. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, but you can get new abilities and stuff like the. You can jump higher and uh, you can do some like rebound kicks and things. Uh, mm. I don't know if those come naturally or if, the, or if they come after you get upgrades, but I noticed that there's other abilities you get when you get upgrades. Like uh, there's like the stone hands. I think these are all ones you buy. So you buy like stone hands. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Stone so hands, dragon feet. Yeah. Yeah. So you, re, you instead of food, there's also books you can buy. So there's books of, they're called like books of tricks or whatever. So you can buy uh, stone hands, dragon feet, mm-hmm. grand slam. Uh, I can't think of the other ones. Javelin man, <laughs> you javelin man. That sounds like a sounds like a song from the seventies, <laughs> yeah. like an old folk song from the seventies. Yeah, Olympic song. I also like the uh, detail of the of the uh, food when you go to the mall. Uh, what you could buy, like you can go to the store called the Tea Bag. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, the no, we're not bag? going there. That's, uh, that's, that's family <laughs> friendly here. We're not going there. Fresh juice. Uh, you can get some pound cake. Or my favorite, Hack's Chicken Sack. Jack. <laughs> uh, uh, you can get a chickwich, dark meat, or light meat. Hmm. Yes. So. Uh, you, can, uh, you can buy squid. Yeah, and then and then at Hacks Chicken Sack, you can actually purchase a smile, which oh. is free. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, the the shop, the whole shop thing. Okay. All right, I'm just gonna go off on this already. I was gonna save it till a little bit later when I start talking about my cons, but the whole system of collecting coins and going to the shop and buying things and upgrading your abilities, upgrading your stats. That really, I love that aspect of this game, and it really changes, like, it really sets this game apart. However, the amount of money that these people drop is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so tiny, like, the, and the cost of all this stuff to upgrade. Well, this is, is 1989. Is it, was it bad time? Was it, was it, do we have like inflation problems back in 1989? What are you talking about? Oh, you mean the, the prices are high? I thought you were saying like the prices were so low. No, I'm, I mean like you, the guys drop maybe 50 cents and then you need to, you need $18 or something to buy like a, some of the stuff, like the books oh, yeah. and things. Yeah, the uh, books were a little high priced. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even some of the food and stuff, the good food is like $4. And so you, you got to beat up so many people. Yeah, you really have to farm the enemies in this game to really up your stats, which right. I don't know. That's kind of really one of my only complaints, but I, and I didn't want to go there so soon, but I did. Yeah. I just didn't like the whole, it, if I have to pick, I, I, I don't like that whole aspect of it. I, I don't like the RPG slash beat him up thing. Really? I, I, okay. I just, yeah, I'd rather just, yeah. It just seemed like a little too much, but anyway, that's just me. You're like a one or the other kind of guy, or just or yeah. You're, you're just not an RPG yeah. guy, though. That's your thing. I'm not. A, yeah, that's true. You just don't like the RPG anything. Yeah, that's true. So I understand that, but th- this game is very light on the RPG. If you're if you're really good, 
you could beat this game without doing any of that money grabbing and buying That's stuff. That's true. That's true. You but have to be pretty darn good. Really hard. Yeah, yeah, it gets very, very hard. hard if you don't upgrade your stats. So, uh, but like you said, this is uh, this is made by the same people who made Double Dragon, and it really shows. It really it feels basically like Double Dragon. It really does in almost every way. So. Uh, but I, I do like that aspect of it because uh, I really like Double Dragon but um, the beat-em-up aspect is, is really fun um, the gameplay in and of itself I think is a lot of fun I also love the things that people say when you punch them or hit them barf barf <laughs> they scream mama yeah <laughs> <laughs> the dial the dialogue in the game is cool i like the dialogue down, being down at the bottom of the screen all the time mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah I, I do like that part uh, i personally i like the rpgs part of the game it's just i i thought the the money i think i feel like the value difference between how much money you earn from beating people up versus how much things cost i think that's what kind of drug me down but i like the whole idea of it i think it's really i think it's pretty sweet. I like the upgrading your guy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't mind that. I don't know. It's just the whole mo- monetary system. Like if you're gonna, I, I just think that it's like, I, I would appreciate it skipping a step. You know, just give me the upgrades after I kill the guys. You know, uh, I, see, like I see what you're saying. But the, the thing about the money is you get to choose um, what things you want to upgrade, right? I know. But I guess it could, if they had a leveling system or something instead, I guess you could do that too. I don't know. Uh, I, in, in general, I like it. I just wish it was tweaked a little bit so that the money fit a little bit better uh, and I didn't have to farm enemies as much. But you do fight a lot of enemies and a lot of it comes from exploring the town because you can go pretty much anywhere you want and you have to figure out which, where you're going. And so you do run end up just fighting a lot of guys just trying to figure out where you're going. What did you think right. about the open layout, like the ask, the openness of it? I like that. And you know what? I like it because it's like you, you kind of get this open layout. You get to kind of figure out where you want to go, where you need to go. And then I also like that each kind of territory, it's almost realistic that each territory has like turf with each gang yeah. is uh, uh, involved in it, you know? Yeah, this is a good time to go back to the manual, actually, because now we can talk about the different gangs. Mm-hmm. So there's different gangs in different areas of the map, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the gangs are the generic dudes. Right. These no-names have much willpower, but are very short-tempered and violent. They like to use weapons when they fight, but they're not very strong. They have a score right. to settle with Ryan. Uh-oh. Hey, this isn't Ryan Ballard, is it? <laughs> I don't know. It may be Ryan Ballard, but here we are again with Ryan. Yeah. What is the deal with Ryan, and why does Alex even care? I think Ryan may be the main character, and they just somebody screwed it up. You can also name the characters. Did you know that? No, I didn't. If you know press that, the select, if you press the select button when you're on in like the title screen, picking your game mode, you can actually rename mm-hmm. the characters. So you can no. name them whatever you want. So it doesn't have name to be yourself. Have, yeah, it doesn't have to be Ryan or Alex. Um, hmm. Of course, if you name it, you only get five characters, so like Michael doesn't fit, which always, uh that's one of my pet peeves about these older games. The character limits that they had, 
I could mm-hmm. never fit Michael. I never could fit Michael. I always had to put uh, Mike or something, and it really bugged yeah. me because growing up, uh, and even to a point now, I don't really like going by Mike. I, I mm-hmm. prefer Michael. Of course, I let select people sure. call me Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, some people I've, I've allowed, I have allowed it, but in general, mm-hmm. like I prefer Michael. Right. And the NES almost always forced me into using Mike. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So besides the generic dudes, there's also the frat guys. These poor rich boys have weak character and will run away as soon as they think they're in danger. When they grab a weapon, however, they change and get violent. They love to throw weapons. Interesting. Uh, Yeah, that's also something interesting about this game is the characters have different like patterns and things that they do, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they can become angry or it's and like attack you. Or, and for example, with the frat guys, they really do. They're, they don't really want to fight you hand to hand. They just throw stuff They at get you. a weapon and they kind of throw it at you. It's basically all, all beat em up games are like this, you know, where certain types of characters will do certain things. But mm-hmm. I just like the way this game explains it. Or the you know, it's frat guys that do that or the generic dudes. Yeah. They really want to fight you. You're just going to throw stuff at you. Yeah. So the jocks, there's also the jocks. They use running techniques and jump kicks or jump tricks. When they have weapons, they never throw them. These bench warmers mm. carry strong grudges against Alex. Which also also brings up a good point. Do they I didn't notice this cuz I didn't play a lot of two player, but do they pick certain characters they want to go after? Like the generic dudes, they try to go after Ryan more often and the jocks try to go after Alex more. I don't know. Maybe. That's good. We need to try that out. Hmm. Uh, the Homeboys is another gang. These couch potatoes are slow, but they fight their enemy with all the strength they have. Lots of punch power. Huh. Yeah. Then you even well, have to go... You, you even have, yeah, you even have to go up against the mob. These tough guys are strong, but not good at defense. They also like to use tires as weapons. That's, that's the mobsters I know, the ones that leave tires as weapons. Right. Now, you know, the movie like Goodfellas is just full of people throwing tires at people. Yeah, they just throw tires at each other. Yeah. Uh, there's the squids, which is probably my favorite uh, gang, <laughs> the squids. Right. This bunch of eggheads specialize in kicks and sprinting jumps. When they have weapons, they usually throw them. Another throwing gang. Yeah, lots of throwing gangs. The Internationals. This group of exchange students prefer to fight with their bare hands and have tremendous punching power. Hmm. Hey, we should have done this like a game. Now that I'm almost done, I realize we should have done this like a game of Jeopardy. <laughs> All right, the yes, last uh, two. The last two. are the... We're going, we're going Jeopardy style, okay? All right, let's do it. Okay. Uh, they have very little kick power and don't like to attack without weapons. But when these good old boys have weapons, look out. Who are the cowboys? Ding, ding, ding. Correct. All right. These misfits are very powerful and love to attack using lead pipes. Be careful and good luck. Uh, would it be what is the plague? <laughs> yeah. I, although I think it would be who is the plague. Who are, who the, are plague? the plague? Who right? are the plague? Who are the plague? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. The Plague. That which is probably my second favorite gang name. 
If you if you were going to be in one of these gangs, which gang would you be in? Hmm. I you know what? I'd probably pick the generic dudes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because I think that that name's funny. Generic dudes. Yeah. Proof has dude has dudes in the name, and it's generic dudes. Just generic, generic dudes. That's us. That's what we mm -hmm. are here on this show. Just a couple of generic dudes. <laughs> Just get fifty cents if you beat us up. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that the frat guys would carry more money too than they do. That's true. You should. They shouldn't have more money. Oh well. So, yeah. So there's boss characters as well uh, that you mm -hmm. fight throughout the gang, the gang, the game. Um, you know, gang leaders, basically. Um, so, you know, you can expect people like Tex, who is the ornery head honcho of the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. What about Ivan? Dude Ivan? Dude Ivan. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we have any others that are, are dudes. No. Uh, well, we, I mean, we've got an Alex and a Ryan. Yeah, that's so true. So Alex and Ryan... Uh, the two main characters are fighting against, uh, looks like Ivan. Dude Ivan. Dude Ivan. So Alex, you and Ryan uh, are up against Dude Ivan. Look out. I like the location names too. Like my favorite location, probably Sticksville. Sticksville? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's where a bunch of skinny people hang out. A bunch of slapper you bags. Do you, do you remember the uh, the uh, slapper dapper slapper? Oh uh, yeah, that's good. It's classic. Yeah, um, th there was like an af like uh, after school show Nickelodeon and the host Stick Stickly and it was popsicle stick. Yeah, it was just a popsicle stick with a face on it. Do you yeah, remember I remember this? Stick Stickly. Like how lazy was that of Nickelodeon though? I mean, I liked it. Come on. It's just a popsicle stick named Stick. They just named it Stick Stickly. <laughs> it's pretty lazy. Yeah. But so, they did put eyes on it. They gave him googly eyes. They gave him googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that you could literally buy, you can buy that as a Dollar Tree. A whole yeah. pack of them. Yeah. But he had them. That was, it was like Nick in the Afternoon, right? Yeah. He also had a Nick nose. He had a little yellow nose. Mm -hmm. Looks like a tic tac. Was his nose a tic tac? It may have been half a tic tac. They may have cut a tic tac in half and put it on. Yeah, I think his nose is a tic tac. Yeah. And yeah, there you go. And I remember an episode. Uh, God, I remember an episode where he wore a scarf or something. I, I mean, he wore outfits sometimes. <laughs> Well, maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah, so, there, here's here he I is think, in a tux. He's okay, in a tux. Okay, see, here. there you go. See, I think you're you're not giving uh, Stick Stickly enough credit. <laughs> maybe I'm not. So you bite your tongue and you take those. Words I didn't back. say. I didn't say I didn't like Stick Stickly. You just saying that. You just called him lazy. I, I the the creators were lazy. Okay. So speaking uh, of Nickelodeon. Okay. Great game, uh, Double Dare. alert! Where, remember when uh, the, the part on, there was two things on Double Dare that were really disgusting. I remember it used to gross my dad out. And that was... <laughs> the nose. Where, where you had to go up in the nose and get the, get the flag. 
or we need to go through the ears. The waxy ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the nose was the worst, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but, back to the game. Yeah. So, uh, what about... You want, you want some hints from the manual? We're getting near the end of the manual here. Let me give you some hints. All right. All right. Watch how your enemy's personality changes. They may get angry and violent, but they may also become weak and run away. It all depends on which gang they're from. So there's your tip there. Mm. Also, don't beat your enemy too soon. During a long fight, watch his changing reaction. He'll also start talking, which you mentioned you talked about earlier. I do like. Yeah. I'll do like when they talk. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's also interesting that they tell you not to beat them too early so that you can basically see what we wrote. It's like the game creator saying, don't beat these guys too early because they'll tell you something. You'll enjoy that. Yeah, we, we wrote some really good stuff in this game. <laughs> yeah, you want to check that out. Uh, yeah. This game, I mean, I don't know. I do think they did do a lot of things personality-wise. I think this game oozes personality. You know what I mean? It does. Like it the, really does. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more with graphics and, and music stuff too, but just like... It's just like we said with Super Dodgeball, actually. It's because it's very, very, very similar. It's just there's a lot of personality in the character designs, mm-hmm. in the levels, and the way the characters interact with each other. It, it really is pretty cool. It really is. I mean, I do like these Kunio. They're they're quirky. You know, the Kunio Kun series games are quirky, and it's it's enjoyable the the quirkiness of it. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, all right, more. T- I'm gonna give you some more hints. Okay. Uh, check your status frequently, uh, and try to make your character as strong as possible. He can be stronger than any of the bosses. Did you know that you can actually get to be stronger than the bosses? That's interesting. That only makes sense, though. Uh, how about another hint? Try to do many different tricks. You can find a new trick that nobody else knows. Ooh. You know what? And well, I'll I'll save it. Never mind. Okay. All right. Just save it then. I'll save it. Uh, By the way, I yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I, this part. This is part of the reason. Like we we've, we've been trying to record for a while, and we've had issues. Part of my the issues that I've had is my house flooded. Long Ooh. story short, Lowe's uh, hooked up a new washer and dryer, um, and they didn't put the clamp on the hose so pretty much flooded the house the good thing is we don't have to pay for any of this they put us up in a hotel and all this but anyway that's not the point of the story the point of the story is to tell you that my washer and dryer judges me (laughs) oh yeah so i have so this this washer and dryer is like newfangled and has why hooks up to wi-fi and your phone and everything tells you like when it's done and then it starts telling you like hey uh clothes been sitting in the washer for 30 minutes <laughs> it's been it, it will say like damp laundry's been sitting in in the washer for 30 minutes now <laughs> it's like okay i get it i get it <laughs> i need to get my laundry out i know all right oh <laughs> uh, it's, it's just it's rude that is rude my microwave does the same thing actually Oh really? Sort of, yeah. I'll, I'll have some if I have something in the microwave. It'll it has a really pleasant sound when it goes off when it finishes. 
Mm-hmm. It's like doo 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 or something. Mm-hmm. It's like really nice. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it just starts going meh. <laughs> like every minute hey. it'll just be like meh. <laughs> like you do realize that you left your food in here. <laughs> and I'll be trying to cook something else, you know, like I'll be warming some vegetables in the microwave or something. I'll be cooking a steak on the on the oven in the oven or something, you know what I mean? And then the, it's like I know microwave. Can you just hold on to it, please? I, I'm not your hold. I don't hold your stuff. I nuke it. I don't hold it. Yep. Save the holding for some other appliance. All right. Here's another. Here's another hint. Don't forget about shopping. To be strong, you need power. If you buy special things, you'll have special powers, and your status will get higher. So shopping is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Hint. All right. So, okay. Let's talk about the graphics a little bit. What did you think about the graphics? In this game? So I really like the sprites. Um, they're kind of cartoony, uh, but I really liked it. Um, I thought that they, that they had quite a bit of detail. Um and so I also like the uh, the backgrounds, uh, all the different kind of areas that you go to were, were uh, had a lot of differences. So I thought that was actually probably the graphics were one of my favorite parts of the game. I totally agree. I think the graphics in this game are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the characters are probably the best part. Of course, the gang, all some of the, I mean, the gang members all kind of blend together. But uh, they they still have a lot of personality, like I've already said. But the like the facial expressions, like when you they get hit, you punch them and kick mm-hmm. them or hit them with a pipe or something, they make this face like, "Oh, I just got hit." And it's oh just, yeah. There's so much like little things that happen, uh, and the 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 attacks that just the punching and the kicking and the and the blocking, it all just looks cool. I just think it looks cool, and I just like it. I think the. Um, like you said, it's very cartoony, but it's it's cartoony in a good way. Right. And I love that your character, the sprite, I love that this is maybe like the psyche of Japanese video game makers when they're making them games for Americans, but they basically made they basically made us greasers, right? Mm-hmm. That's so. really cool. Yeah, I like the I like I like the stylings of too, yeah. The blue jeans yeah. and the and the white t shirt. Yeah. It's good. But I, I thought the backgrounds were really good. Like, there's details. Like, there's trees on a certain level, and there's like houses, and it's all different. I thought they really put in a lot of effort just on the backgrounds too. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, the the backgrounds, um, like the yeah, and they change a decent amount. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. they'll, they'll they may do like a really detailed background, but then mm-hmm. it doesn't really change. Um, but I, I, I think it changes. Like in the, when you go in the mall, all the shops and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I like all. The, I like most of the backgrounds. There's construction right. sites. Yeah, too. Right. I think I saw a few construction sites. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff. Uh, right. I like the fact uh, uh, there's a couple other things uh, animation wise I like the fact that you can pick people up and beat other people with people <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of nice that's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
there's also a nice butt, which we haven't talked about yet. There is a butt <laughs> in the game. Yes. You can How go to we... you can go to the sauna or the shower and just uh, you know show the world you're behind. Yeah, with the world's smallest towel, like they give you a hand <laughs> towel, and he's like rubbing his back with it, and there's his butt. Yeah, just pretty a good bitty. detail of that butt too. Yeah, that's a. I mean, it even has. <laughs> it's, it's got the dimples. It's like got the, the dimples. It's got dimples. the <laughs> It's got the lower back dimples. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, you knew we couldn't get to the episode without talking about that. No, no. So, ha, ha, that's pretty interesting that they kind of actually got by Nintendo. Yeah, it's true, actually, because uh, Nintendo was pretty tight, had a pretty tight grip on everything. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Speaking of tight grip, he looks like he's, he looks like he's clen- uh, clenching for something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he is in the shower. It's like a public shower, so. Yeah, you're always like, you're never really relaxed in a public shower because you're no. like, oh gosh, this is kind of that. This is kind of dirty in a way. So. Yeah, it's hard to relax in a public shower, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, before we get into that too much, what do you think about the music? I really like the music. Um, I wouldn't say it's like, one of the better ones that we've talked about, especially here lately. But I mean, I thought it was good. It fit the game. I thought uh, the sound effects too. Uh, I was kind of a big fan of, but uh, the music's more here nor there. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. It's it's unfortunate for this game that we played Journey to Silius right before it, yeah. <laughs> uh, because Journey to Silius just basically blows most games out of the water as far as music right. goes. Exactly, but it is good. It's serviceable. It's it's cartoony. It's kind of happy. And mm-hmm. It kind of fits the game really well. But I didn't. It you know, it's not my really my cup of tea as far as just enjoying the music. Right. So that's kind of where I stood on the music. Yeah, I feel like so we've covered the game fairly well, but I feel like there's so much more that we should say and talk about. But it's just. I'll, I'll sum it up by saying, uh, or somewhat sum it up by saying that when I everybody talked highly about this game before I got it, mm-hmm. uh, and I picked it up, and it really lived up to its name, and more so for me because I, I'm a big Double Dragon fan, and mm-hmm. this game plays better than Double Dragon. It's got more personality than Double Dragon, uh, in my opinion. And it's also got that added element of kind of like an RPG-ness to it. And, and so for me, I think it's I think it's great. But uh, I can understand where somebody could come, come at it from a different perspective and think, uh, kind of like you're thinking, that the RPG is just, maybe it's just too much. Yeah. Uh, did you see the part where the guy named Simon tells you to stop and he says, Simon says, give me a break? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I made it that far. That's I, I just later saw in the game, I think, right? Yeah, I just saw it on uh, when I was looking up the butt. Oh, um, photo. Uh, I just saw that one. I thought that was funny. Simon says t- to give me a break. <laughs> so there's well, there's a couple other things we need to talk about about this game too, though. One is <laughs> the password system. It's a little t- it's a little strenuous. It's a bit much. 
Uh, yeah. It's it's really drag. If you this game has a password system, so you can come back and play the game and have all your stuff restored. They make you work for it. They make you work for it. That's right. You, you're. It would be much better to just play this game and just leave it on because that password system is terrible. <laughs> yeah. And I can remember playing it when I first got it and thinking, oh my goodness, this password system, I cannot handle it. Um, now, later years, now that we've gotten, we've got demo modes and things like that, this game has just gotten better, in my opinion, right. because of that. And so, really, there's there's no excuse not to uh, not to you don't you don't have to stress about the password system anymore, unless you just want to play it true to form on the original console and everything, which I know some people do. Uh, but if you're going to do that, I would recommend just playing it. And I don't know passwords. I guess you can use passwords, but it's really very cumbersome. And yeah, there's also uh, we talk about. You, you mentioned the Game Boy Advance remake. Uh, it is actually really good too. Uh, I, I remember it. It is a very, it's the EX version, so it's I guess it's extra extra special, but it's really good. Um, and then Scott Pilgrim, the game Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. uh, versus the World, although it does not exist anymore, it basically took River City Ransom and tried to remake it almost. And that was one of my favorite beat-em-ups that I had ever played, and you can't get it anymore because the license ran out. So that's mm. very sad. Yeah. I wish you could still get that game. If anybody knows how to still how I could still play that game, I don't have a PS3 anymore, but I've got the computer. I've got Steam and whatnot. Let me know. I would love to play that game again, but I don't have the ability. All right. All right. Okay. We can. We can. Uh, we can move on now. I think uh, I think I've spoke my piece. So, do you have any retrofitted trophies? You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. I've got a couple. Sweet. I've got some too. All right. So, uh, here's my first one. It's a rap song, Luke. Okay. And it is, I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. And that is make the one of the bad guys named Drake say mama. Okay. It's a Drake song. It's oh, Drake okay. song. It's a Drake song. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. recognize that. Yep. Okay. That's good. Uh, all right. Well, my first one is called, where is it? I, I'm trying to bring up my list as we talk. Sorry. 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 Um, it's good pod right here. It's good it's great pod. pod. <laughs> great pod. Uh, okay. Uh, my first one is called Boy Wonder. Uh, and that is learn the the uh, stone hands technique. I don't know. I don't remember why I called it Boy Wonder. I wish I did, but I do not remember. But that was why it was called Boy Wonder. All right. I like it. I like it. Do you really like it? Because I don't like it at all. (laughs) It's not my best work. Uh, All right. Let's do this one. 
about Friday Daddy? That is beat up the Friday game. Uh, I had that one actually. I had a Friday Aww. Daddy. It's okay. So I'll just cross that one off. How about uh, how about Girl You Looks Good? And that is uh, get the butt scene. <laughs> Girl, you looks good. <laughs> yeah, because it's a it's a it's a line from that song that I can't back that thing up. You know. Oh, I see. I see. I can't repeat that. I can't repeat what the actual song is. All right, that's that's all I had. I just had those two. Okay, uh, I got one called River City Master. To get River City Master, you just have to beat the game. All right. Uh, yep. And uh, okay, so there's another part of this game where if you you can keep hitting your enemies over and over again. I forgot about that. Uh, even after they're dead, you can just keep hitting them, right? So uh, this one's called um, Mercy Rule, and that is keep hitting your enemy until you get to about 100 hits and then stop just because it's just a mercy mercy rule you have to stop at 100 it's too much I like it that's really good yeah uh and then I'll stop there most of mine are you know I should have just not done the boy wonder because I really don't remember I had a really good reason for that I just can't remember all right are you done I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I feel like I'm really <laughs> it, kind of disappointed in my in my trophies here. Yeah, mine too. I was a little underwhelmed. I really like my Drake this, one. We had all this food. Yeah, I, I could tell you did. We had all this food. <laughs> st- <laughs> uh, we had all this food stuff, you know, that we could have probably made jokes about. And we had uh, all these different gangs. Like we had the homeboys. We could have done some kind of joke about the, the generic dudes. The about them being couch potatoes oh well I don't know I feel like the game did it for us though yeah it's hard to this game this game sucked all the personality out of this podcast I think that's what happened that's it that's what I'm saying yeah that's fair okay then Uh, in that case how about we give it a rating no game is worthy until the dudes have spoken it's time for the game rating All right. How are we going to rate it? Hmm. A type of food? Okay. All right. I can go with that. Uh, a type of food that you can get at the mall. How about that? Ooh. All right. Hmm. This is, was that too hard for you? No, I, I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. I got it. I'm going to go with a Petro. Ooh, Okay. Right. Because I like Petros. Petros are good, but I never get the Petro. Right? Uh-huh. I think this is what this game would be for me. It's just like, I'll, it's good, but I don't think I just, I don't think I'm going to play it that much. Yeah. Okay. You just don't like because you don't. There's other the, choices that would draw me away from it. How about yeah. that? And like, like a Petro, this game just has a lot of different elements put into it. And That's maybe true. for some people, it was just too much. I, you know, I don't like my Petros where there's so much. That I don't like all the layers. You, you're more of just like, okay, you're just like a chili guy. You just like the chili. Yeah, just give me uh, the chili. Yeah, right. But well, just like you just say, give me the beat up. I don't want all right. that other stuff. Right. That's a very good one then. That's very good. 
Um, with the assist. Yeah, with the assist. That's okay. That's what I'm here for. Uh, I'm going to go with... Mm, I'm going to go with Dippin' Dots. All right. The ice cream of the future. <laughs> it's been the ice cream of the future for 30 years, but okay. <laughs> hey, man, that's what the astronauts eat. You know that. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I like a, I like some Dippin' Dots, just like I like this game. I feel like this game was the... When it came out, it was the future of what beat-em-ups could be. And just like Dippin' Dots, never really worked out that way. Like, you know, there's not a lot of games in this style. This is a pretty unique game. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it seemed like this is this was the, the direction that beat-em-ups were going to go. And then, uh, I don't know, they just kind of didn't. That's true. I like so, that. So I'm going to go with Dippin' Dots. Can I, say, can I ask this? Why are they called Dippin' Dots? Mm. What are you dipping in? Well, you, you're not dipping. The guy giving them to you dips down and gets the dots out and puts them in your cup. Yeah. Okay. He's doing the dipping. You're just eating right. the dots. I don't think I've ever had dipping dots. Really? Yeah. I know what they I mean. I've seen them all the time, but I don't think I've ever actually had them. You're missing out. Hmm. Yeah. You're missing out. It's just ice cream, good. isn't it? Well, yeah. Yes and no. It's ice cream, but it's in the form of little dots. Yeah. And so here's a perfect example, okay? There's, I'll give you a couple examples, actually. So do you like sherbet? Yeah. Okay. Well, they have a rainbow Dippin' Dots, which is sherbet, but it's a bunch of different kinds of sherbet. So it's like the green sherbet and the orange sherbet and blue sherbet, and they're all in the same thing. So you're getting different flavors. Yeah, you're getting kind of a, a different flavors mixed in. And so it's the same thing with like a banana split, right? You get They give you like a little chocolate dot and a banana dot and a vanilla dot. Cherry okay. dot. Well, that makes more so sense. All the dots are in there together, and it creates the flavor. Instead of getting the, I guess you know, if I was just going to get chocolate, then it'd be kind of yeah, useless, that'd, that'd right? be boring. Dipping dots, yeah, it'd just be chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So there you go. That explains right. it. <laughs> that explains it. I'm just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It's fine. You've never really had it. I mean, what, what do you expect? Yeah. So, all right. all right. So, moving on then. What about uh, we got any f- feedback? What you got to do is it worth it, right? Oh yeah, is it worth it? Maybe then, is it worth? It? When do we do that? We're supposed to do that back in the game discussions, aren't we? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's okay. We'll do it now. So this game goes, let's say, thirty-five dollars. Hmm. But you got it for five or ten. Yeah, that steal. was like. Well, but that was like, shoot, I don't even know. Maybe 15 years ago. Yeah. But now we're into a little bit more pricier range. Yeah. Okay. Do you think 35? Now, you've been singing this game's praises. Do you think 35? Well, listen, listen, I'll tell you. uh, This game is a great game. This game is top tier NES game for sure. No doubt. However, there are a lot of places you can play this game. For example, the Nintendo Switch, the, it's on there. It's part of your Nintendo Online. You can just go on there and play it. Not only that, but you have save state ability to where you don't have to worry about the password system. So, honestly, yes, I think this game's worth it. I think this is one of the better games on the NES. 
And if that was the only way you could play this game was to get the NES copy and play it, put it in your NES, then I would say yes, it's worth it. Uh, and if you're a purist who only wants to play on the NES, then yes, I, I honestly think this is probably this is one of my favorite beat 'em ups of all of all time. Ooh, really? Uh, I feel like, I, and this is one of those this is one of those episodes where I feel like I wasn't on my game, and I wish I was because I love this game so much. And I feel like I kind of didn't talk about it the way I wanted to, you know. I'm gonna have to revisit this one again one day because I just feel like I didn't do it the justice that I wanted. Because your reaction right there says it all. Because I've been singing this game's praises this whole episode, right? But yet mm-hmm. you did not know until just now that this is one of my favorite beat 'em ups of all time. That's so, true. So I feel like I did not sing its praises enough. Uh, but I think it's totally worth it. Uh, the only caveat being that if if you want to play a better version of it, there are better versions to play. If that makes yeah. sense, like you could yeah, play you could play any version where you can save state, and it would be probably more enjoyable than this version. On the, on the NES, uh, and the Game Boy Advance EX version is actually a little bit better than the NES version, if if I'm being honest. But all that being said, we're talking about the NES version, and I would say that yes, for me, it's worth it. All right, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm gonna say, man, thirty five dollars is really that's that's a that's a jump. It's expensive. So I, mean, I, I, I know you're. You don't think it's worth it. I mean, you 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 yeah, really didn't I, even sound like you even really liked it all that much. I mean, it was okay. I I guess I just didn't get into it. I don't know why. I don't know why. And I I, I feel bad because like we're gonna get to the feedback here in a minute, and I think everybody loved it, but it's just it was not for me. I don't know what it was. Uh, maybe maybe I just need to give it more time. I don't know, but uh, I would well, not say. Yeah, I mean you you you've been pretty clear on. I mean you're never really wavered from the point that you don't really like uh, RPG type games, and you don't really right. like you don't really like the openness. Like you don't like open worldy stuff for the most part. You're mm-hmm. more of a fan of like Double Dragon. You just you it's a beat 'em up. You play from the beginning of the level to the end of the level, and you go on to the next level. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's just kind of, I mean, everybody's got their own preferences. So, I mean, you not liking that stuff makes sense that you wouldn't be a huge fan of this game. So, I mean, it does, it actually doesn't surprise me at all. So I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not too hurt. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I've been predictable for you. You are very predictable. (laughs) In all, in all, in all aspects of life. Awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Everybody wants to be predictable, right? That's right. Okay, now can we do feedback, please? Yeah, let's do feedback. It's time for D-Patter feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life. And let me say that, I, I don't know, I think I think it's official. I think we're just going to use the Nosfer Gamer as our official announcer. I, I like he, it. I hope he's cool I, he's, with it because he's pretty he, good. He's done the best. No offense to everybody else, but yeah. he's he's given us the best one. That's very true. That's very true. All right. So on the Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Community feedback, that is the place where we are going to get feedback from now on. Everybody, what's the play? What? Wait, we like to call it. What is it? We like to call that. True. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, the place to be. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The place to be. 
All right, so we got Christopher Kellogg who starts us off with, This game is great. I never played it growing up, but during the age of demo modes, I got the chance to. It takes my two favorite genres and smashes them together. Can't wait for the episode. Uh, Otto Gregerson says, Awesome two-player game known as Street Gangs in Europe. Love the sprites. Story and gameplay. There was actually a new password discovered for it a couple of years back. So, a new password. Mm. Discovered after 20... And he, he gives the article up here if you want to check it out. Uh, a new password after 27 years. Oh, Tommy... pretty good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. What does it do? I guess I need to go I don't know. Let me uh, pull that up here in just a second and I'll tell you. Uh, Tommy McKinnon says, I liked it. But in some way, it rubbed me wrong. There you go. See, Tommy's me and Tommy on the same. We're on the same wavelength. Um, uh, well, Van I wonder if I wonder how Tommy feels about being called Tom. I wonder if he feels the same way as I do about being called Mike. I bet he does. That might be why he doesn't like this game. Could be. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gabe Van Gilder says this game was repetitive but awesome. The end double dragon music made it all worth it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Speaking of music, the Double Dragon theme is in this game. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even talk about that. We need a... Uh, we might have to pull a mulligan on this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, could be. Steve Nix says, The period best period. Okay. Alright, see if he... He said, uh, he goes on to say, ever since I read about the game in the January-February 1990 Nintendo Power, I had to play it. My obsession paid off, but those passwords were untenable without a Polaroid. Uh, Game Boy Advance ports fun, too. I never thought about Polaroids for passwords. I use my phone for them nowadays. I use it all the time. That would have been a pretty good idea back in the day. You had a Polaroid camera. If you were uh, one of the Friday Rich Boys, had a that's right Polaroid camera. Aaron Hickman says it's a gem. Uh, it might be outdated and bettered by today's lofty standards, but it felt revolutionary as a kid. Technos knocked it out of the park with this game. No other game on the NES combined addicted two-player beat 'em up gameplay with an open-world structure and RPG elements, and it had a great sense of humor. In my top 15 to 20 NES games. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be the most of... infamous uh, sound reading we've ever had. I know something, something like that. I don't remember whatever whatever Nick Stevens used to say. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. Um, Tyler Jones says awesome music. Check two-player co-op. Check creative RPG elements. Check free smiles. Check saunas. <laughs> check this game is freaking awesome. I continue to play this game from time to time, and it never loses its luster. I bought the new one on Steam a few months ago, and I recommend it. Okay, hold on, time out. I gotta go. I gotta talk about this password. I looked it up. Okay. Uh, this password. This this thing's pretty awesome. I can't believe they found this after like twenty seven years. But uh, basically, it just makes you in the best character you could be. Uh, oh like really? Beefs up all your stats. Uh, increases some hidden stat about combo speed. Gives you maximum money. Gives you all the techniques. 
Uh, so basically, just makes you an instant BA, right? Oh, wow. uh, and the structure of the password, get this, is co- it corresponds to the structure of a haiku pattern. So it's like 575. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so it's not the entire 33-letter password system. It's got like some blanks in it to make it like a haiku pattern. Isn't that wild? And, and the fact that somebody found that after 27 years. That is really crazy. Yeah, I can't believe that. That's cool. Anyways, thank you to was that who was that Auto? Thank you to Auto for that. Uh, that was Auto. Yeah. Yeah. Very very cool. All right. Uh, Tyler Jones. Oh, also Tyler Jones. Yes. Sorry, this was his uh, Patreon page. We forgot to mention it. There you go. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, I just read Tyler Jones, so we're going to move on. But uh, Gordon Hickman says, love this game. There's a reason the Scott Pilgrim game was modeled after it. Joshua Tice says, wow, I spent hours and hours playing this game as a kid. I loved it and still do, but I've never actually beat it. But then again, there are very few NES games I ever actually beat. LOL. It's okay, Joshua. This is uh, a pretty tough game, really. It gets pretty tough, especially if you don't upgrade your stats properly. And then Johnny Townsend says, a certain retro podcast that makes you feel blissed, rated this is awesome. Love this game. I wonder what that podcast could be. Could it be the <laughs> Retro Bliss podcast? Possibly. Yep, everybody go check that one out. It's a good show. Uh, Andrew Code says, when I first saw this post, I thought to myself, didn't they already cover this game? Then I read Johnny's post and realized it was Retro Bliss that covered it. Oops. Well, it is an awesome game regardless. A total gem. Uh, stay positive and love your life. All right. What a message right there at Andrew Code. Yeah, I can't believe he called this a total gem. Andrew, yeah. what is wrong with you? Even after the fact that, by the way, uh, I talked to Andrew offline a little bit the other day, and yeah. uh, I'm sure he wouldn't care for me to share this. But now that we're moving towards a, the Bit Brothers, uh, and we may even move towards like honor, honorary brothers instead of honorary dudes, mm-hmm. uh, he really he really did not like. I don't think he likes the Drew Backo. So we may have to we may drop that if we move over to honorary brothers. And if he becomes yeah. an honorary brother, he may have to be something besides. He may have to be Bro Backo. <laughs> uh huh. Good point. Could be Brobacco. No, we won't do that to you, Andrew. I know. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, Peter Martins says, Love this game. It reminded me of Double Dragon and Super Dodgeball with the way the characters looked. Great game. Can't wait for the pod, dudes. Or er, Bit Brothers. All right. And you know what? Aaron Hickman said something else, but Aaron, you've. You've gotten enough. You've said feedback. enough. You've said enough. Uh, this isn't Ask Aaron. You don't get an hour of this podcast, too. Um, <laughs> so we're moving on. Yeah, moving on. We did get an email. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So Ryan Ballard, our good friend Ryan Ballard, mm-hmm. we've really kind of yanked him around. Okay. True. Just to be honest. That's uh, true. First, we had Google Plus, and then Google Plus bit the big one, okay? Right. So Ryan followed us. He went from from Google Plus to Twitter. He said, all right, I'll just start giving my feedback on Twitter. And then we started the Bit Brothers and said, we're not taking feedback on Twitter anymore. I know. But Ryan, Ryan. 
being the trooper that he is, has sent us an email. Good about I, for he feedback just, about this Facebook, game. right? He just he's just an anti Facebook guy, which I can respect. Right. I wish I could. I wish I had that much moxie to just resist Facebook. Uh, that's that's some moxie. That's moxie yeah. right there. All right. Well, but he gave us some email feedback. He says this game looks fun. I appreciate beat 'em ups as it is. So this would have fallen right into my wheelhouse. I really like how you can collect coins in order to purchase the upgrades of your choice. Comparing this to, say, Double Dragon, I think that it's a step in the right direction. I'm betting you guys speak highly of this one, save for the corny dialogue at the bottom of the screen. Uh, well, Justin did the exact opposite. He did not speak too highly of it, except for the corny dialogue. Except the for the corny. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. I'm staying unpredictable for people like Ryan. That's right. Only I can predict you. That's right. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's it for feedback. Uh, I did, um, to your dismay, I did go through the voicemails and yanked out the blank uh-huh. ones. I yanked out the blank ones. And so Shoot. we have none this episode. We just had two blank ones. So people need to start calling. Uh, and not just hanging up. <laughs> yeah. Don't call and hang up. Call and leave us a voicemail. All right, all right. I think that's uh, I think that's about it. It's kind of a shorter episode, about an hour and a half, a little, a little bit shorter than our usual. Actually, I don't know. Our, yeah, hour and a half is our usual, right? So we did good. Yeah, we nailed much. it. Totally nailed it. All right, you want to close this out? How are they going to find all us? All right, so you can find us at now. You can find us at the Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Community, which is our new. Uh, uh, group on Facebook that combines both the two dudes and the Genesis Gems into one network where we're getting all of our feedback and all of our stuff in one basket. Um, so you can go to that. Uh, that also pres- includes a new Patreon. And the new Patreon. Right. Uh, the a new, new Patreon, Patreon is, is that. What's that? I was just going to give the link. Or they yeah, go. go ahead. Give it, give it. It's uh, patreon.com slash bitbros. So you're both donating to the Genesis Gems and to the du- two dudes and the combined Bit Brothers, so that we can kind of pool our resources and bring you better content. That's um, right. So go on the Patreon and check it out. Check it out what uh, you can get with each level of donation. Uh, including ad-free uh, episodes, uh, as well early as... Early and ad-free. Early and ad-free. Not only are they well ad-free, as, but they're a week early. As well as exclusive content. And... Many other awesome things. Of course, if you want to call us, though, we still would appreciate a phone call. And what would that number be? 775-7-RETRO-1. Or that is 775-773-8761. And don't just hang up. Yeah, don't hang up. Leave a voice. <laughs> Actually, leave a voice. All right. Yeah, uh, that, that's pretty much it. Um, I would say that there's really no other way to get all of us these days. We're going to... We're cutting it off there. Two. And all, speaking of cutting it off, we will be cutting off... The patron, the two dudes in an S Patreon. Uh, so come 
end of May before June rolls around, we'll be cutting that off. So if you got any of those episodes you want, you want to download them, go ahead and go download them now because that will go away. And we'll be moving over to the BitBrothers Patreon. And the... Um, what am I call? What am I going to call it? The Facebook group. That's it. Mm-hmm. The Facebook group for two dudes in an S will go away and move over to the Genesis Gems two dudes combo Bit Brothers retro gaming community. Now, if I can be any more confusing than that, <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> that was for, that's some of my best work. That was pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, bottom line is all the two dudes in this stuff, for the most part, with the exception of the podcast itself, is kind of going to go away because we're trying to consolidate social media and Patreon. That's what I was trying to say. And that's happening. In in so many words. Yeah. (laughs) In as many words as I can possibly fit into the end of this podcast. Uh, And so by the time you hear this episode, uh, if you listen to this episode on time, then probably... If you're on the early and ad-free, you've got about a week. If you're on the regular schedule, then you have about a day, and then it's gone. So hopefully you've already done that. All right. All right. Well, I guess uh, I don't know what the music for the next week's game is. I forgot to do that. So how about we just uh, play the title music for this game again and call it a day. Yep, moving on. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Later. Bye-bye. This podcast has been a Bit Brothers production, and this episode has been brought to you by our lovely Patreon donors. The following people have donated at the 32-bit tier or higher. Daniel Newton, and that's it. But we thank you from the bottom of our hearts, Daniel, and everyone else who donates. But Daniel especially, thank you, dude. That's uh, quite the donation, and uh, we appreciate it.